Welcome to Movies at Friends. I'm Devante. I'm Sean. I'm Kelsey. And today, our topic of movies is aliens. My relation to aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 just so we're clear, there's going to be a lot of just sounds coming out of me. So everyone just get used to that. So Sean is actually a whoopee cushion who we gave a microphone to. That was a throat sound. That was a throat and mouth sound. I want Look. that to be clear. This is why we need video, because without video, everyone's just gonna say anything that comes out of me is a fart immediately. And that is that is a lie. Sci-fi and horror, I grew up with film a lot. I grew up watching movies, like many American people. Films have helped me make it through my gritty life through the South Side, so that's where it's an escape, so to speak, so. And specifically sci-fi for you, or? No, I'm a big fan of horror horror sci-fi and gory shit. I like <laughs> I like very intense action as well. If everyone's going to say that I farted, then I'd like everyone to know that Devante got a huge boner when he said gory shit. I, I, no one else can see it, but I, I can see it. I just want everyone, oh, I saw it. bumping my microphone, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's how Zoom works, apparently. That's what I understand. The entirety of Zoom is just people doing stuff you can't see underneath where the camera area is, especially if they work for CNN. Jesus, Kelsey, go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, I I used to watch a lot of movies, um, and I used to enjoy them, and I and I really don't anymore. But Sean thinks that I do, so he sends me things to watch, and then I don't watch them. I'd love to say that it's because I think that you do. I I have no ability to relate to anyone. I genuinely would do it to a stranger. So I thank you for giving me the credit of I'm trying to relate to you on a personal level based on your interests. I love it. No, I'm just exploding my own interests out. No, it's You happen to be in front of me sometimes. I just have no attention span. (laughs) I think think it was more when you and me first met, you went through my movie book. Much in the same way that like when someone like a babysitter meets a child that's playing, they're like, well, tell me about your Legos. You were like, oh, well, why don't you tell me about this insane list of things that you have in front of you to be polite? And I just... I wasn't being polite because then we just discussed them, all the ones that I had seen. I'm not, I'm, when am I just being polite? (laughs) I know you weren't being polite and I'm going to do the worst thing you can do with this is I'm going to reference someone that no one else knows. Oh, if everything about that was you and me talking about movies for like 30 minutes was a third person there that was sitting between the two of us and they just turned to me and just went I don't really like movies. It was like great you can move then because I, like, I, I know that was supposed to get me to stop talking but I agree you are in the way of the conversation that I'm trying to have. Um, you can so, get the fuck out yeah. <laughs> in my own house. I don't care if you're my roommate's friend this is my house. Now, go, to, go ahead and tell us your relation to film since <laughs> Since it's the core of who I am. You're gonna. Uh, no, I'm, I, I love, uh, I love film. Uh, I've always loved film. It's kind of something I've loved more as I've gotten older, just because I kind of understand it more. So when I was young, like I didn't make the decision that I wanted to make films as I grew older. I kind of discovered different things and was like, this is the thing that I want. Like I would write when I was young and no, none of it was right. I tried doing comics. I tried doing like actual novel writing. And then I got my hands on a screenplay and I was like, this is it. This is the thing that's in my head. So I've never really had that thought process, one should say, 
of, oh, this is what I want. In all fairness, Kelsey, my alarm went off earlier and I think I just got away with it. But um, for me, films just kind of, sadly, every waking moment. And if I, if I was a homeless person under a bridge, which I'm slowly becoming, <laughs> I would still be Lord. writing screenplays on the wall and watching movies on. I know they don't have those stores anymore that have like just TVs in the window. And you can, like in any movie, when someone tries to figure out to go back in time, they need to know what time they're in, they just go to that store. But in this I would story, be watching stuff there. In this story that you've created, there would be. It's very, it's very cinematic, your, your homeless oh. future. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to act like that's not true. I'm terrified of flying. I fly all the time. Sometimes I'll put on music just because it wouldn't work for a plane crash. And that legitimately calms me down. Like, I'm just like, they wouldn't have a plane crash because this song wouldn't work. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Mean, obviously, I'll be fine. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. But also, that makes perfect sense because I've done that. And I'm like, yeah, if I was to get mugged, this wouldn't be the get mugged Yeah, this, it wouldn't, and it's not even ironic enough to work in like a, it doesn't work kind of way. And it was the other way that I, that's who I am in this movie discussion group. I, I would be the, what's the video, the like video game settings, the like easy, diabolical or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm that. <laughs> what video game are you playing? Well, when you, I, I swear to God, when you play video games, it asks, it asks you like difficulty settings, but they're not like easy and hard. They don't say, they're like, they don't say diabolical, they say easy. Yeah, but it's hardcore. never like hard. It's like something where, yeah, exactly. Extreme I'm sorry, I couldn't think of hardcore. Diabolical. I'm like, yeah, it's something where it's just like you're trying to play it. And it's like, would you like to be two rabbits or would you like to be like oh, eyes man. getting stabbed in the face? And you're just like, well, how did this? I don't remember Frogger being like this. Oh my fuck. god. What, what, when did Frogger get a diabolical setting? Is what I want to know. I don't know. I don't play a lot of video games because I'm busy watching movies, is the point of Obviously. what I've been trying to say this whole time. Kelsey, what movie <laughs> would, would describe how are you feeling today? What movie describes how I'm feeling today? Well, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of crazy. I would say, well, Sean, you watched this movie with me. I'm feeling like I'm a cyborg, but that's okay. Mm. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Wonderful movie. That's a movie? Whimsical, but crazy. It makes me worried that you're alone, as that's the entire <laughs> point of the movie, is that that Word character two. should not be left alone at any point. <laughs> I have to but look yeah. up that movie, but <laughs> that's... It's a fantastic Korean movie that I couldn't find anywhere, and I just had to get a copy of yours, version of it. American version is what he means for all the listeners out there. <laughs> to everybody yeah, listening. I DVD. <laughs> I don't know. DVD. Means. I couldn't find on the internet and I don't uh, um, pirate. I mean, not the right way. Uh, I, I don't. What is it called when you just, uh, the, like, why can't I think of the word? When you're pirating movies, what's that called? Pirating movies. No, but there's a type of pirating that everyone does, like Pirate Bay, and that's a specific type of pirate. Torrent? Torrent pirating? Torrent, yeah. Yeah, to torrenting. I don't torrent movies. I don't oh, torrent movies. Nice. So I'm sure I could have found it if I did that. Torrenting is still going strong without you, Sean. Just know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they make it easier to steal than to buy, and that's their own fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, today, I feel like Beach Bum. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Matthew McConaughey one? <laughs> yes. It's been a very lazy, chill did, day did for me. Did nothing happen to you today? Is exactly. That why? Exactly. That's it. That's, that's the, I watched it with my roommate 
because I didn't want to watch it at first, even though I do like Matthew McConaughey for whatever reason. I'm just like, I was not for that movie. And then I watched it. I was like, this is this is why I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> but I, seen, uh, now I understand what kind of day. Have you ever going. seen a film by Harmony Corinne before? Was that your first Harmony Corinne film? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> have you seen Kids or uh, Spring Breakers? Nope. But yeah, I guess. That's I, actually a pretty, pretty mellow entry to Harmony Corinne, I think. So yeah. if you didn't like that, don't. I mean, I didn't stop I didn't, there. Obviously, I feel like it today, so it's it's like I don't dislike it. It's just a meh movie, you know. I didn't. When I did don't, this come out? It came out last year. Last year? Oh, okay, that's why I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 Matthew McConaughey doing what I'm guessing would happen if you just gave Matthew McConaughey stuff and said just do stuff, and then we will have various celebrities walk yeah. in. And then act I'm like guessing drunk that's Thor. exactly <laughs> drunk. My favorite, I gotta say, to, to give credit to this movie, there's a part where Matthew McConaughey recites a poem oh that begins with like, I mean, he, he does poems throughout it because his character's a poet. A lot of them, I don't think are particularly good poems, but his character's like very like, oh, Florida, I'm just so chill, I'm a poet guy. And one of the poems is just like, I will succeed and like watch the earth destroy all of it. Like it's something like that. And it's just so funny to watch him just recite that poem. So it's so but, yeah. It's very much what I imagine uh, someone from Florida would tell someone that's never been to America what Florida is like. It's, it's just kind of like everyone's weird but cool and it's like no that's not that's, I'm from Florida and I would never tell I would never lie to someone like that <laughs> never tell never. them anything, anything that's cool it's horrible don't go there please it's like briefly Miami Florida but most of it's just kind of like Florida Florida it's not even I would say like like um, <laughs> Miami, Florida. The rest is just Florida. Florida. Just Florida. <laughs> I mean, it's and a hundred because they're not in Disneyland or Disney World, whichever one it is, at any point. <laughs> but they're just kind of in that like because I, I used to go to Florida all the time as a kid because my grandfather had a timeshare there at Disneyland or Disney World. So that kind of Florida, where all the people that live in and that work in those places, that kind of weird industrial, like it's not a real town but it's just been built for theme park workers yeah. like most of the movie kind of takes place there and then everyone's while they'll get on the ocean okay so harmony corinne saw um the florida project and said ah oh yeah a hundred percent the florida project is the only movie like that that i think works like anytime there's another movie that's like oh no one's really an actor except for the one actor i'm always just like that's why they're all shitty actors whereas that movie was actually Really good. It was very stacked. Kind of the same. Very with, stacked. Uh, the hell are we talking about? I forgot the name of your movie. Beach Bum. Uh, the Beach Bum. The Beach Bum was kind of like, oh yeah, I guess that person was good, even though they clearly are just an actual drug addict. Go ahead, Sean. Tell us what movie. <laughs> so we can get into these. Hundred. Hundred percent Rear Window. A hundred and ten percent. Oh no. My life is Rear Window. I have not been able to leave this apartment in 10 days. Today is the final day of my quarantine. I get to go outside tomorrow. I have not been able to leave the apartment this entire time. Is there somebody outside your door that's like, but not? And like killed their wife? 
potentially, <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Even more so, like I couldn't even be like, because like in the whole movie, he's like writing notes and shit. Like my first note would just have to be like, I do not speak German, so I apologize. Have you mastered that? Did you kill your wife? Did you kill I have mastered how to say, so the, the things that I know how to say in German, I've learned this entire 10 days. So I know how to say my address. I know how to say one minute, which is what I said, because um, I don't make groceries. Oh. I wasn't able to go grocery shopping. So every like four days, I order a pizza or something. Then, you know, my buzzer goes off. I say, hello. And they say, German, 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 German. I say, eine Minute. I have no fucking idea what they said anytime. But I live in the back of two courtyards. So, like, it legitimately takes me a minute to get down to my apartment to, like, get to the front door. I open the front door and they're always there. And then I'm always at this point where I'm just like, it's me, but like, like they don't know, so they'll sometimes just be like, and that's when I always go, expression kind of Deutsch. I don't speak German, and they're always just like, oh, okay. They give me the food, I say Danke, and then when they turn to leave, I say Gutnacht, which I think is good night. I think it's supposed to be more like Gutenacht, but I can't, I don't know the inflections yet. And then, um, and then I go upstairs, and that's the only human interaction I have uh, in person. Except for the other day when I had to find a fucking package that got given to one of my neighbors. Because <laughs> then I had to. You ask them if they murdered say, their wife, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. Just making conversation. Um, but yeah, so I'm pretty uh, stir crazy, pretty cabin fever. And a special shout out to Ann Post, who is the uh, government post office of Ireland that seems to have lost all of my posters. Which uh, no. I was going to, and yeah, I. It's been a while. I I complained online, and they said that it would take six weeks for them to respond because it was an international delivery. Um, I mean, it's just posters, but it had my signed poster um, that cost me like. I mean, it cost me like sixty bucks because no one really gives a shit about me a goth except for me. But it's still, like, I'm not gonna be able to get another one because no one gives a shit enough to probably ask her to sign shit. So hopefully I'll be able to get that. But, like, I didn't even get to put up stuff and have the fun moving in. I've just kind of been uh, rolling around my wheelchair uh, watching murders, so to speak. Fuck. <laughs> this, is, this is why, I mean, we all said that it shouldn't be video. I think next time there should be video. That's, that's hilarious. I'm just watching murders, like people in Germany are I mean, like, running around. I don't murdering. have the vocal. I don't have the vocal capacity. I think halt is stop. But like my whole problem with speaking German is, I, if I don't make it clear that I don't speak German, they'll like no one just says like hello, hello. But like it, it would then be German people are super nice. Like they all, every every single German person has wanted to have a conversation with me. The sweetest one so far was the first delivery guy that I got. It was my first delivery, so it's my first time using the app. And I guess it tells them like, hey, this guy's using the app for the first time. So they brought me a special dessert for free with my order. And so I'm, I'm going to go leave with it. And he has the little pudding thing and he, he says something to me. And then I say, I don't speak German. And he goes, like holding it to his heart, <laughs> and he said he did, like, like that's that's how he mind gifts, and I'm like, oh yes, thank you, Daka Daka. Made this for you. So sweet. <laughs> it was very sweet, oh and then uh, I got a package delivered today, 
and I, I felt, I don't know what I did, but like, you know, he buzzed me, like, hello, German, 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 eine Minute, and then I came down, and he's like, here's your package, have a good day, and I'm like, how did I fuck up the two things I said so badly that when I showed up, he immediately was like, this guy does not speak German, nope. this guy speaks English. He's like, nope. Yeah. It's wonderful hearing about your ear adventures in Germany so far, Sean. <laughs> we'll make sure to check in with you every segment. My, my point is I, I have yet to have an adventure in Germany. My adventures in Germany oh, but you have. begin tomorrow. For those listening, just know that I made a little horror movie of uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks Sean walking into his apartment with clips of me in a room and, and <laughs> of my face. <laughs> and it's very well, random and it's, it's hilarious on my Instagram at managing the stage. I don't want to critique your filmmaking ability, but I'd like to point out that I sent you a three minute video and you used the same footage in it twice at one point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it was it's like, the... what did he run out of shots? Like, no, what the fuck? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I was very excited because the only real reason I like using iPhones is because they have uh, iMovie on them. The Android phone I have has like a video flicks or some shit like that, but it's just not as good to me. <laughs> It's not as quick and dirty as doing an iMovie. I'll, I'll probably edit the movie I've made of you, but not right now. God, there's more. Kelsey. I want to go first, man. Don't You're not going to go first. You just want to know what movie you watch. <laughs> Jeez. Go I watched The Arrival, starring Charlie Sheen. Is it from 1996? I want to know oh, how yeah. far away from actual arrival it was. Wow. <laughs> the first pun of the episode, everybody. <laughs> no, I mean, it's an alien movie. It's called Arrival. I mean, The Arrival. I wanted, I, I was hoping like maybe there was a chance that it came out like the year after. Like, you ever see those movies that are very clearly trying to get someone to make a mistake? Like Signs? Like they're trying. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But like, it'll be like, yeah, there's an alien movie called Signs, and then there'll be an alien movie that's called like The Signs. And you're like, this is so clearly for someone to fuck up if they're at like the movie rack. Like, I can tell you there's a movie that's called Atlantic Rim. That And like, the poster yeah, for it movie. is 100% supposed to make you go like, oh, is this the one I, I mean? And it's not. I didn't watch Atlantic Rim. What movie did you watch, Sean? I watched uh, Liquid Sky. Which is a 1982 super indie New York queer. We'll get into what it is. Yeah, it's a lot of things. <laughs> and I watched The Vast of the Night from 2019, starring what are these people's names? Jake Horowitz and Sierra McCormick. Just Those name. are two extremely easy names. I just I just want to point out that you struggled with. Well, like, you know, when real I was, basic names. When I was in elementary school, nobody could seem to say Devante. So, <laughs> got a lot of Deviantes and Dantes, so. I like how they, they they made it harder than it actually is, though. Yes, and it's like, they would just call me a whole different name. Like, some teachers would just be like, hey, Darius. I'm like, fuck is Darius? <laughs> Darius? I mean, I have very, I have very little sympathy for you as someone whose name isn't even phonetic. My name isn't another language's alphabet, so like, what? 
Yeah, S E A N spells Sean in the Irish alphabet. That's it doesn't spell Sean in the, the English alphabet at all. So, so much of growing up was just. And then it happened once here with the delivery guy. He was like, What's your name? And he said, Sean. And then he looked at it and was like, Is, like, is that what this. Like, these letters combined don't make those sounds. And it's like, <laughs> I know, dude, but like that. <laughs> these letters combined. Except for in Ireland. The year that I lived in Ireland, no one messed up my name. It was great. Everyone knew how to say it. First time ever. Instead of a boring name like Kelsey. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, The Bastard of the Night, 1950s Twilight film, pans in, drones in on this I'm character. I'm going to stop you. Motherfucker. So, by Twilight film, you mean what? What no does that mean? Clue. That's what the description said. <laughs> your description of the movie is you're reading the description off of something? No, that's, I, it's, it makes sense. I know what Twilight means, but I, I don't know it well enough to tell oh, like you what time? it means. Yeah, it was like, the Twilight of the 1950s. It was like a peak oh, in the 1950s okay. where the fucking alien shit was happening or, you know, mm-hmm. a high point where they were just accepting Negroes or some shit like that, <laughs> you know? Okay, because that's nothing like the vampire thing that I was. Oh, definitely not. When you definitely said it, not. it was 1950s Twilight. I'm like, okay. <laughs> there are no. I didn't see that coming. So the movie takes place in the 1950s in a small town with big ass streets <laughs> that are approximately 50 feet apart. So my the- favorite thing about this is I know that when we get into it, you're gonna remember no actual plot details. <laughs> No, I remember the plot. You can remember. The plot is basically, there's aliens and there's like this kid, Everett, who they start at the beginning, who smokes a cigarette and is like, he's a radio host, right? He goes into this high school because they called him thinking he was a fucking electrician named Emmett (laughs) because the scoreboard went out or some shit. And he's smoking this cigarette. He's Everett. Yes, and he's smoking the cigarette the whole time, and the people are talking to him. You know, it's like that one shot in um, Birdman. Yeah, Birdman. That one shot in that movie. That's one shot. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. He shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's shot like that in the, in like one take. You know, it follows him through this school, and he's doing all of this trash, and he steals somebody's trumpet, all while still smoking a cigarette. There's this girl that that we learned is um. He calls her Betsy Crocker, but her name is Faye, Faye Crocker. And I was just like, why the fuck would you do that? To call her Betty Crocker? Yes, okay. or Betsy or some shit like that. It's it's Betty, but Betty Crocker is, uh, never mind, you're fine. Baker person, right? Um, yeah. So <laughs> he goes into this, he's in the school, they, he, they figure out he's a radio dude. And the movie is rather boring, actually, now when I'm talking about it. It's, it's, <laughs> It's a it's a six out of ten only because I find it interesting. But she's interviewing him or practicing interviewing because he forces her to go around to these cars and like interview these random people that are going to the big basketball game that's happening that night. And she's like the worst interviewer ever. She can't make questions or anything. But she has this new tape recorder, which Everett calls a toy at some point because he works at a fancy radio station. detail. Yeah, because he's really an asshole. I mean, yeah, it would be really rude to do that. So the the whole time they're walking um, down the street, there's like a, 
it, it has a skateboard view so you're looking up behind them from like a skateboard's point of view and you're just tracking them through their walk it's mad boring they move on to like walking her home and he's telling her to tell him like the short stories that she's read in the newspaper and she's talking about aliens and what some people have seen some shit it's a very twilight zone feel without being in black and white. She she tells this one story of like how there is gonna be telephones that are like, that have little TVs and you can see your friends on the other side and you, you can talk to them much like what we have now <laughs> and it'll be in your pocket. So, and he, they just have that little, that whole like conversation. Then she ends this, this the statement about the phones in the future by saying like, if you call your friend and they don't answer, that's how you know they're dead. I was like, true. Why the fuck is that so fucking true? If you call them and they don't answer, then they're dead. It just stuck out to me. I'm sorry. She's working at this call place and nothing is happening. Literally nothing is happening. She's just, people are calling and she's just transferring people to the calls. And then she hears this sound, like a, a weird whirring, buzzing sound in this. Can we get a sample of the sound? Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> you can't like, give us a weird... Yes, I can, but I will not right now. I'll wait till <laughs> Wait till I say this next part and then maybe. So <laughs> she hears it and it's like a mechanically um, worry. You know, I think it'd be easier like, to make the sound than to describe it. Fucker. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> like that. And they put it on the radio because she calls Everett. Of course, he works at the radio station and he's on the radio live right now. And he's like, we'll put it through. You know, we'll see. Fuck is that? So <laughs> they do it, and this guy calls named Billy, and he's fucking—he's like—he's like this real old, old person. He's like, yeah, I was in the army, and we did—they took us on secret missions. We did things. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, we did things, and they would like whenever we would go, come from doing things, I'd get sick, and I'm like. Bro, don't do the things. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so he goes on to tell them, he's like, in the army, we, we did these things and nobody ever knew the whole story. We only knew pieces. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking American government for you. <laughs> Topical. Yeah, so he's like, I know a guy in your town that might have the answers you're looking for. <laughs> They're just like, no, no way. That guy's dead. They're like, oh no, his books, the shit that might help us is in the library. And then they go and like, oh no, the library's closed and you know, nobody's there. And then Faye goes, I can break into the library and we can steal these <laughs> these things. And just, it's always the quiet ones. It's so, always the quiet ones. So it's it's getting real intense at this point and of uh, this boring ass story. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the fifties, so like white people couldn't commit crimes back then so it was fine <laughs> and it was so, totally legal so the call cuts out on billy he calls back in the second call he tells him he's a black man it is just like a pause in it and he's just like sorry i didn't tell you but the beginning i hope that it's not a problem and then can't, like, can't have those on the radio ever is just like no, it's, I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't care. And, you know, and Faye is like completely quiet. I'm just like, 
<laughs> I want to know how she felt about it. She didn't seem too comfortable about that. All right, Green Book, what's going on? So he says he's fine, and he's like, I can't help you. And then that's it. You know, they break out, and, and he clicks off again, and they make this plan to go to the library and steal shit. And she steals a bike, and he steals a car, and they meet up at the library. This is escalating very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they're going to go to the black guy's house with all the stuff. No, stolen no, the shit. black guy lives out of town. And then people start to freak out at this point. And they're like, you can't imagine what's about to happen next, but this is a bunch of stupid shit, y'all. And she leaves the bike at the library and she's like, I stole a bike. She's like, where did you get this car? And he's like, I stole it. So that, that whole ah. stupid part. Yeah, and they drive back to the call center. Not like to the to radio station. That you gave this movie a six out of ten. Yeah, because, <laughs> like I said, it's it's interesting, but for my own stupid reasons. The, <laughs> the cinematography was pretty good. I will say that the story itself is very Orson Welles, very boring. So they just go. Stealing shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So they go back to the. Call it, just, it just sounds like 1950s. Uh, Oh God, the Robert Pattinson movie where he's just him and his brother are just running around the Safties. Oh, the outside. This would be funny if I could remember what the hell I'm. Good time. It's just like <laughs> shitty 1950s good time. Oh my God. No, y'all see nothing. <laughs> Why am I here? I didn't think, you got. I don't know. Talk. <laughs> so, in the movie, they go back to the call center, and then a, a old lady calls, and she's like. I have answers that you want, but you have to come to my house. Same. No, no, she's not the voice, really. That's the, I don't fucking know, man. She's, I don't know how old white lady, how to do an old white lady. I'm a big black dude. It's definitely the same as your old black man voice. 100% you got it. Yeah, she's like, come to my house. And um, they're like, okay, where do you live? And she tells them and they go and she's full of bullshit. She's like, <laughs> she's like, okay, the jig is up. I don't really know what happened, what's happening, but my son got abducted by aliens. <laughs> and you have to tell, so when they walk in her house, first of all, she's chanting like some old witch or something. So I wrote, <laughs> witch question mark? Miss Blanche is her name. I forgot her first name, but <laughs> it's some stupid shit. They're like, why was, why are you chanting? She's like, that's how I communicate with, I'm like, lady, you know it's trippy. So she had no information, basically. She just could confirm that she heard it before and they were aliens. <laughs> is this the first time we're hearing about aliens in the movie? Like, is this the first time that they're brought no, up? The old black dude. Um, he said that they were aliens that went with the He government. said it was something. He didn't something. say it was aliens. Okay. Per se. But he was like, we heard it, and then we got sick, and then we, you know, people started dying. The people that worked near the spaceship or whatever. So, this, they leave the old lady's house, and after she demands that they take her with them to the spaceship, and they say no. Just so she can get her son back. Apparently, apparently, and they say no, and they leave her and go get a baby for some reason. Whose baby? <laughs> Did they steal the baby? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> but Did they steal the baby? It might have been her sister. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention at that point. And, <laughs> but I do. Was the baby? The baby was like 
there and like the babysitter left to go be with a dude or something and Faye called the babysitter like where the fuck are you why did you leave my baby or the baby you know I don't know who the fuck the baby was and the baby didn't say yeah no the baby was like nah I'm chilling she's terrified on the phone and then people are outside like hey there's a, there's a fucking thing in the sky there's a fucking thing in the sky let's go look at it and that's what happened? They go look at it and then they find the spaceship and they, they stand under it, holding each other and the baby, the baby's there with them at the spaceship for whatever reason. Oh, this, this is a key point. The, on the way there, they were driving with two other people and they were sitting in the back seat. It was like Everett, the baby, and Faye in the back seat. And the two people were driving in the front seat, and the guy driving falls asleep. Did you forget to introduce two characters in this movie? They were not important. <laughs> because once they once the guy falls asleep driving, he just like he's like dies essentially. He's driving one scene and then in one frame, and then in the next frame, he's out like somebody punched him. And he's swerving off the road. So they get out and they walk the rest of the way to the spaceship. And then <laughs> the movie- I'm leaving the guy in the stolen car, I'm assuming? No, they left the stolen car at the radio station. <laughs> Why do they need a stolen car if they had a friend with a car? They didn't, there was some random guy who saw them because everybody else was at the basketball game. And- Of course. <laughs> so they carjacked this and then killed him. No. <laughs> And then left. <laughs> that would have been a more interesting story, but it, that's not what. <laughs> and then the movie ends with skateboard's view of the camera going back to the school, and the game is over, and people are happy. <laughs> and that's just it. <laughs> Wait, what? What happens to the baby? That was the whole fucking movie. That's the whole fucking movie. The whole fucking movie. Six Nothing. out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> Six out of ten. Like I said, the cinematography is great. <laughs> of what? <laughs> God, I was so nervous to do this, and now I'm like, well. The bar is set pretty low, Kelsey. <laughs> that was, that was okay. Yeah, I, I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm not sold, I, honestly, I'll be honest. It's a six out of 10 for me. For you, it's maybe a two. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it because um, maybe I, I set up. I all three of us have a letterbox account. I set up an individual letterbox account just for movies and friends, and I'll put people's ratings on there. You gave it a six out of ten. I'm able to do that math into that's a three out of five. That that I can do. So I'll put your rating on there, and I'll maybe try and take a snippet from your rambling. <laughs> Incoherent. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll um, put it in order when I get. <laughs> when I yeah, get. and I'll put that up as a review. And again, just to remind everyone, he had notes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was from notes. It was, uh, yes. <laughs> I did indeed have notes. But so yeah. they never got the lady's uh, also, son? No, she disappeared. They went back to her house and she disappeared. <laughs> and apparently was at the radio station chanting the witch shit that she was chanting at her home when they arrived. Oh, so she, like, brought the aliens? Or who knows? The, the, lots of things were... There are no answers. Unsolved. What happened to Billy, you know? 
It was the fifties. No, not no I'm, one cared. I'm really concerned about that baby. <laughs> the, the baby that was just there. Apparently, the baby was fine. I have no idea. The the spaceships <laughs> flew off, and that was it. See, I don't want to see this because it doesn't sound good, but I do want to see it on the off chance that you missed just massive portions of the film, because I do. <laughs> I have a I friend of mine. I'm so, I did not. I am so proud of this. A fr I have a friend of mine who wanted a movie to watch. I told you guys, like something on Netflix. Uh, There's an old roommate of mine in Minnesota. And I said, watch the Swedish vampire movie with the kids. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Uh, let the right one in. I was like, L watch Let the Right One In. So she was like, okay, I'll watch it. And she, as most people, she rolls up a big blunt and then smokes, watches a movie, goes to sleep. So the next day I was like, what'd you think of the movie? And she was like, it was really sweet. Like I kind of miss those like just kids having crushes, like that kind of movie. Like that's really nice. I wish there were more movies like that. And I was like, what'd you think? Like, what about all the vampire and horror stuff? She's like, I didn't, like what vampire and horror stuff? And I was like, how did you get so high that you missed every vampire part of a vampire movie and only got <laughs> the scenes that did, that were just like, oh, we're just two young people meeting. <laughs> the movie must have been so, I, I wish I hadn't ruined it for her and that she like had recommended it to someone who was watching it was like, I don't know if this is the same thing. Like there's vampires and shit in there. That's hilarious. It's possible. It's possible. You want to go next, Kelsey? No, but I will. <laughs> you're gonna have to go eventually. I know. And it's like Sean, a fast project. This is what Sean does, apparently. Right. So in the arrival, it starts with a poppy field in the middle of the Arctic that's that's growing. And there's a woman there. Is that where Charlie Sheen gets his hair Charlie's, from Charlie's specifically? Not there yet. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. There's no Charlie yet, baby. No Charlie yet. Um, and it, it zooms in on this woman in the poppy field, and she's like, "This shouldn't be here." And then, and then, she's and then right. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and then Charlie oh, Sheen happens. So we meet. He's Charlie just Sheen. rolling around in it. <laughs> um, they put him in glasses and decided that he's a super nerd. So he is he would... some sort of like, what does he do? He does some sort of satellite shit. I don't know what his job title is. Nerd. But anyways, he's listening to like radio waves and he hears a radio wave that proves that there are extraterrestrials. He's like, I know this wave, this is aliens. And he goes to his boss and he's like, dude, aliens. And the boss is like, no, Charlie, you're, his name is Zane. He's like, no, Zane, you're, you're being ridiculous. His name, no. I, I love the 90s and Z names. That is one of my favorite things when you watch like any <laughs> movie from the 90s and they're just like, what's your name, Zed? Not a name anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was a name back then either. <laughs> like, Zed, Zed. Everyone's name. <laughs> like, exactly. his name is Zane. Yeah. yeah. Um, Born stars. <laughs> so, I think his name is like, I think the, the boss's name was like Phil or something. So, Even Billy Zane's name is Billy. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Fun um, fact. Boss says no. I think they destroy the tape or something. Like, I think he takes the tape and like confiscates it and destroys it or some shit. And the next day, Zane, what's his name, Zane? Charlie Sheen finds out that he's fired. Charlie Sheen. Like out of nowhere, he's just fired. He doesn't really question either. He's just kind of like, oh shit, I'm fired. 
Um, but he's like, like he's like on to something. He's like, no, guys, there's aliens. Um, at some point, there's a scene in this, not really relevant to the plot, but where he is on a terrace with his hot girlfriend, and he looks like a fucking Vienna sausage. Like, we talked earlier before we started recording about the spritzing, and this man is, like, shining, glistening, fresh out of the can, piece of spam, like, look, he's, he's disgusting. Girlfriend, girlfriend, bone dry. Bone fucking dry, smooth skin, baby powder, Charlie Sheen glistening. Um, and it's sausage. the whole goddamn movie. He is a sausage. So, anyways, he decides that this movie it moves fast, like things are happening. So he he's a he's he's a fired sausage. He's like, well, fuck, it I gotta like at a pace of Charlie Sheen. <laughs> he's like, shit, I gotta find the signal, man. Aliens. And so he gets a job installing satellite dishes, like TV satellite dishes. And he creates a network of satellite dishes so that he can find the signal again. Meanwhile, while this is happening, he befriends his teenage neighbor who spends way too much time in his attic. Oh, Charlie Sheen. It's a a boy neighbor. I don't know if that makes it better or worse or it's equally bad, but it's like this kid that like no one apparently cares about Um, because his parents never show up and are like, hey, can we have our kid back? No, this kid just chills in Charlie Sheen's attic. Charlie Sheen? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He just fucking he just fucking chills in his attic all the time and they work together. And so Charlie Sheen finds the signal again. And it's in Mexico. Where we gotta go? Charlie Sheen's going on vacation. He's heading to Mexico. <laughs> Leaves his little friend behind, right? So his little friend's like, what the fuck? Where'd you go, Charlie? Oh um so there's a moment, this is gonna come up later. Charlie goes to Mexico. He's doing things while this is happening, but I'm just gonna, cause this, you know, just to keep it easier. While he's in Mexico, people show up at his attic office and they put a device in his attic office that creates like a tornado or like a black hole or something. And like, it ruins all of his work. And his neighbor, his neighbor, oh, a bird gets sucked into the attic and I assume dies. So that's a moment too. Like why even add that? <laughs> uh, but, I, but they added it, so I'm saying it. But his little neighbor, sees these people snooping around, right? And he doesn't stop them. Suspicious. Weird. Anyways. It's suspicious that a child doesn't stand up to he's just like, a black hole he's just, and yeah. or tornado. He doesn't know. He just sees people snooping around while the black hole is happening up there and no one sees it. So Charlie Sheen's in Mexico and he goes to this uh, fictitious city and um, everything about this movie is made to just show how shitty whoever made this movie thinks Mexico is. Like, oh, they're just like, this place sucks. And it's like, this is really where you're like, really? Um, so he's staying in this like hotel and um, he, I feel like this happens, I, I, I'm going way out of order probably, but at some point he's in a tub being naked Charlie Sheen, listening still. The tub seems empty and I don't understand why because he's relaxing in it, but like a lot of shots of pipes dripping. And I'm not sure if that's to tell us that it's gross or if it's to tell us that something's gonna happen. So, so far, it just sounds like they filmed Charlie's scene and then wrote a movie around the footage that they had. <laughs> Basically. They I feel like I'm going off the, the water in. I gotta focus. Okay, Charlie Sheen's, he's in the bathtub. There's no water in the bathtub. He turns on the water with his foot and then you hear creaking, right? And oh no, the tub from upstairs is falling on Charlie Sheen and he makes it out, right? He makes it out of the tub and he's alive, but the tubs are falling down through this hotel 
or like hostile or whatever. And he looks up and a man looks down at him and he's like, whoo, because he's been caught. He was trying to kill Charlie Sheen. What? He runs away. The right worst middle. way possible. With the tub? Yeah. yeah, with the, with the fucking, with the, with the bathtub. But we do get naked Charlie Sheen. Um, I don't know if we're happy about that. I don't know how we feel about that, but it was there. 1996 Charlie Sheen, I don't think would be too bad physically. He's very soft. He's very soft and very wet. <laughs> Vienna sausage. For those what else? What else would you want in a Charlie Sheen? Uh, uh, you know. um, so, anyways, where were we? He's you and Ferris Bueller. The guy looks down. The guy looks down. Oh no, guy's trying to kill, Car- kill Charlie. Charlie Sheen. Um, so he still has to find where the signal's from, right? So he goes to this town. I feel like the the, the place where the signal was coming from was burned down like recently. Like he gets there and he's like, oh shit, it's been burned down. <laughs> And then Mexico! At some point, he hooks up with this lady that's like a less hot version of his girlfriend from the beginning of the movie, who we meet for like two seconds. And this lady okay. is an environmentalist. Hey, she's the lady from the fucking poppy field at the beginning of the movie. And this lady's like, oh my god, shit's going down here. I don't know what's happening. And they're like trying to steal her gear. And Charlie Sheen's like, hey, government guys, don't steal her gear. Which is like, Charlie, that's probably not a good idea. Like, So Charlie Sheen um, helps her out. They hook up, they decide that they're gonna um, figure out what's going on with the signal. They find that the source of the signal, no, they find out that this plant has been built recently that's releasing a bunch of, what is it called? Gases, bad gases, environmental, bad, bad carbon emissions. Greenhouse gases? Yeah, it's, it's emitting those. It's, it's, it's like a power plant or something, but it's like emitting like a, a shit ton right. of greenhouse gases. And she's like, this is not okay. This is like really weird. And so they're like, oh, we gotta investigate this. Meanwhile, in the middle of the night, before they're gonna go another bathtub. Basically, they, I think it's the same dude disperses a bunch of scorpions around this chick's room, like on the fan. What like, kind of assassin like, is this? What is this guy doing? He's got scorpions on the fucking ceiling fan, but it's going really slow, so the scorpions are like, like riding it out. <laughs> Let me tell you. They don't want to go anywhere near fucking Charlie Sheen. The scorpions are like, holy shit, it's Charlie Sheen. Well, well he's, he's not even trying to assassinate Charlie Sheen. He's trying to kill the woman at this point. So it's in her room. So the whole thing, there's a whole moment where like, you see that the scorpions are in the room and they kind of proposition each other outside of the room. So he's like, you know, are you inviting the me scorpions? in? And she's like, perhaps I am. And he's like, oh. I shouldn't. Not the scorpions. <laughs> and, and so Charlie Sheen does not go to, into the room with her because Charlie Sheen has a girlfriend back home. But she goes in and then she dies. So in the morning, Charlie Sheen is blamed for her death because who was with her that night? I mean, wh- obviously who, she was killed by venomous? scorpions, but like, I don't know. So they're like, Charlie Sheen did it. And Charlie Sheen's like, ah, and he has to escape. Not again. At some point, Charlie Sheen, before he goes back to the US, he goes to how does this work out? It's so confusing. Because he, he goes to the plant by himself in Mexico. So he infiltrates the plant somehow. He's a dumbass. He doesn't do anything right. Like, he's very he's obvious. He's very obvious. He just runs in and is like, hey, I'm infiltrating your plant, you know? And they're just kind of like, uh, we're really unobservant. So he goes in and he finds out that they are creating, like, human, like, like human copies. I guess, well, I guess the... The aliens are being put in this machine and the machine gives them a human skin that goes over their skin. But they only have so many models. 
So at a certain point in the movie, what you remember when I said that the guards were like trying to get her shit, mm-hmm. the lady's yeah. stuff. He realizes that the guard looks like his boss that fired him from back home. Oh, really? oh that's actually interesting. Yeah. I'm so they have they only have I... so many faces or so many alien prototype people prototype or whatever things. So he watches this process happen in this factory, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Is that and why he... she? I'm sorry. Is that why she looks like a crappier version of the girlfriend, or is that just no, a coincidence? No, that's just a coincidence. That's just a mean observation. That's <laughs> just, just putting women down. That's just, just being mean. Sure. That's just me being a mean, mean girl. Um, so, <laughs> so while he's in the factory, Charlie Sheen is discovered because he's just a, so conspicuous. Because he's done nothing to hide it. Yeah, he's just like, hey guys. Um, and so all of a sudden he is like, oh fuck, they found me. And he goes and he gets a human skin put over his skin so that he looks like one of the alien guys because all aliens look like Mexicans, according <laughs> to this movie. My God. <laughs> like, once he puts on that, they're like, oh, hey, man. <laughs> no one's. I'd like to learn. point out. Like, he obviously doesn't belong. He doesn't speak the language. Like, he, they're, they're speaking like in an alien language and they're just like, oh, this is fine. It's just some guy. Make a bit, but like, what? <laughs> Like, it's uh, two, so... two things I'd like to point out are one, Space Mexicans is the beginning of Men in Black. <laughs> so it seems like That's someone hilarious. saw that. Like, what if the whole movie was just Space Mexicans? And then also, Steve Bannon, the absolute crazy former Trump advisor, mm-hmm. used to be a movie producer. So kind of want to look into it. He had something to do with this racist well, that's that's what Gabe and I were saying we were while we watching together. We're like, this is this is really like kind of racist. <laughs> what is this would never be made now? Like who who gave the okay on this? Anyways, Charlie Sheen was like, good yeah. idea. <laughs> so, Charlie Sheen's like, I'm Hispanic, it's fine. Oh my god. I'm, I'm one of them. So Charlie Sheen escapes the plant. Charlie Sheen goes back to the States. Charlie Sheen, um, he goes to his boss and is like, I know what you're doing. Because the boss is obviously an alien, because remember, he looks like that guy. So he's one of them. Because they all look the same. Because they all look the same. So he goes to his boss and is like, I know what you're doing. And the boss is like, you don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, I know what you're doing. And the boss is like, I'm just doing exactly what you think I'm doing. And Charlie Sheen goes, I have a tape recorder. Um, and so he records their conversation. And then absconds with it they try to get him they can't get him he has to figure out a way to oh he goes back to his house and realizes all his shit's fucked up right i feel like at some point why wouldn't they be waiting i feel like at some point he talks to the kid when he gets back and he's like hey is anybody being around the kid's like no so charlie sheen figures out like he has to go to some big giant satellite dish to like send this message through the airwaves so that everyone knows what's happening and that the aliens are like in human skin and like taking over the world and basically they're trying to heat up the earth because that's what they're like their temperature they need their temperature to be like the aliens to survive need the world to be hotter for them because our they can't survive like winters anyways so charlie goes to this fucking satellite he brings the kid he brings his hot girlfriend and they are intercepted. They, you know, they, they get there and they're like, oh, we found you. And it's like, oh no. And so the guy, the boss guy, I want to say, oh, they're about to broadcast it. And then Charlie Sheen and the girlfriend are setting something up and the little boy is supposed to broadcast it. But when Charlie Sheen tells him to broadcast it, the little boy lets the bad guys in. 
haha, the little boy's an alien the whole time. Oh, shit. Shit, his best friend, his best friend. Alien, whole time. What is this, Back to so, the Future? His child best friend. <laughs> his, his best little friend. His um, little friend. So, so, like, Charlie has to escape. At some point, he, like, uses something to freeze the bad guy and then grabs the tape back and the bad guy like unfreezes a little and grabs Charlie's arm and Charlie like uses an axe to like chop his arm off. <laughs> a lot. So yeah, at the very end, the satellite collapses and Charlie Sheen's hot girlfriend's rolling all over it. And they, it stops collapsing and they're standing on the satellite and the little, the little boy is standing on the ground below them, looking up at them. And Charlie Sheen's like, bitch, I know what you are. You don't have to pretend anymore. Um, I'm gonna fucking tell everyone. <laughs> Fuck you. And the aliens do this weird thing with their legs where they like invert them. Like like their legs are like are like oh, this and they go, right? And so the little the little boy goes with his legs and then runs into the distance. Hold like on. just like fucking runs off. And then Charlie Sheen broadcasts the message through the airwaves, the end. What would you rate it? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, I would never watch it again. So like, probably a two out of ten. But I thoroughly enjoyed myself. So maybe like a, I'd give it like a seven on the enjoyment scale. So like maybe take those two and me, you know, happy medium. Five. It was not a good movie. What out of two point five out of five? Two point five. It sounds like it's a two point five out of twenty-seven. One point five. A one. That's How it. about I'll, I'll, we, we give it a one star? <laughs> How's that? But, but I got a lot of laughs. Yeah, she enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, so. I kind of, I don't know if I'd watch it, but if someone put it on, I'd be like, yeah, sure. It's, it's, That's it's that one of those movies that you would see like on TV as a kid and you'd be like, I'll watch this. Oh, I could picture everything. Like I knew the shots. I could picture exactly the way this movie looks. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I also love the idea that the only reason there aren't poppies growing in Antarctica are just because of like, the be. temperature. <laughs> they would just naturally blow there and grow. <laughs> Obviously, that's that's how it works. Naturally, that's hilarious. And what was well originally? You watched the beginnings of something else, didn't you? I started what? Well, I started watching. I don't remember. I, oh, I started watching that fucking the guy that did the thing. What's his name? John Carpenter. Yeah, he did that movie, um, They Live. John Carpenter. I know. I'm saying I started to watch that, but you had already watched it. Oh, I thought you started watching, like, The Darkness or something like that. Oh, that's another John Carpenter movie. It is Dark Star. But there's not, enough, Star. there's not enough alien going on. There was not enough <laughs> alien going on. And I was like, there's not, this is, just doesn't cut it. So I stopped. It, maybe, it I'll, maybe I'll pick it up and again another time. What this, what Devante did had, from what I understand, more crime in it than anything else. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It to be Friend a movie Amato, it was about two sociopaths <laughs> in the 1950s. Again, how did you guys, you guys didn't see um, Good Time? No. You got, okay, well that's, that was a great okay. joke and reference for everybody else. <laughs> I all those giving myself over. the credit that would have come from the laughter of others. For all those 50 and over. <laughs> so I watched uh, Liquid Sky, which is a movie that I had wanted to see 
purely because I've seen footage from it, and it's just so 80s. Like it's just like 100%. This is the coolest movie of 1982. Like it's aged very poorly, and that's why I wanted to watch it. Just because like it's all the the pointy shoulders, it's all the crazy hair, it's all the makeup. Like everything about it is 100% 1982. And I was like, I definitely need to watch this movie. So, watching the movie, it starts with this weird kind of '80s nightclub, but it's like an artsy nightclub more than it's like a like a dance club. Like it's more like people are there to to dance, but like also to like to hear music and art. And there's gonna be a fashion show there. Like it's like a happening, <laughs> a, a place that happenings happen in more than it's like. I'm not. It's not the '60s. It's not a happening place, but it's happenings happen there. So our main character. Right away, we meet this lady whose name I do not remember, <laughs> or the actress. So I'm just gonna say lady because that does differentiate her from the others. And then there's a guy played by the same person. I cannot tell you why. It does not add anything to it. it it's actually kind of confusing. Wait, they're both played by the same person? They're both played by the same woman, and it's not clear that that's what's happening for a long time. Because there's gay people in it, so like I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, this is just like a woman that's presenting as a man or whatever, and then but no, it's actually supposed to be a man. So he comes up to the main character and is like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get some <laughs> some drugs, uh, and the voice is even worse than that because it's a woman doing a I'm a man voice. Oh my god! So it is God. very like, hey, do, do you have some drugs that I could get? And so, how men talk? Yeah. So he goes to like this weird drug dealer lady that's also a performance artist at the club, and she's like, if you don't have any money, I won't. I can't give you any drugs. And he's like, I'll I'll have money tomorrow. Like I'm a model. Just give me the drugs and I'll pay you tomorrow. And she's like, no. And so he leaves, and he goes to talk to the main character. I'd like to point out, it's the same actor, so it's the person talking to themselves, basically. And so he's like, oh, do you want to get out of here and hang out and at your place? And she's like, okay, fine. And so she takes him herself <laughs> back <laughs> to her apartment that she shares with the drug dealer lady. The drug dealer is her girlfriend. And so, it's like a really small. It's like one of those apartments that, at the time, was a shithole. But now you look at it and you're like, God, what a like, that's a beautiful apartment. <laughs> like, it's like a one room, but then it kind of has like this balcony that's just the top of the building, and so it's just enormous. Like outside, you could like hang out and there's chairs and stuff outside, but the only way to access it is through this one apartment. <laughs> so it's basically just just for them. And it's in central Manhattan, so like there's the Empire State Building is basically right in front of them, and the whole movie it's just kind of them looking out at the Empire State Building. So the guy's like looking around through drawers and stuff, and he's like, "Where does your girlfriend keep all of her drugs?" And the lady's like, uh, "I don't know. Like you can't. If you're just here for drugs, like fuck you." And he's like, "I just like it'd be so cool to do some drugs right now." <laughs> she's like, "No." No, screw you, get out of here. And so he leaves, and then the aliens show up at this point. And the aliens, keep in mind, this is a super indie, low-budget movie. So the aliens are basically just like heat vision, <laughs> like we see <laughs> them looking at things, and occasionally we see like 
it kind of looks like an eyeball with light and we see like a spaceship land it's so weird i can't <laughs> tell you like what's going on but like I, the way the movie does it it's not like you're like oh that's shitty you're just kind of like yeah that's actually pretty good like the, this movie that barely has any lighting that's actually a pretty good effect how they managed to do that so the aliens land on that huge kind of like balcony thing that they have but the aliens are also invisible <laughs> that's how they get out of having to having to show aliens throughout the whole movie so the aliens land and they're watching all this happen and they see through heat vision so they all go back to the club predators yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like worse the aliens go back to the club uh no the aliens stay in their ship <laughs> at the apartment so she goes back to the club they have to settle her in. girlfriend her girlfriend is performing this song like reggie watts style where she just keeps doing like audio loops so like she's holding the mic to her heart and it's just and then she uses that as like the drum beat and then it's like this weird like spoken word song that she does it's it's definitely one of the things that they were just like what do we do for this scene and i'm sure the girl was like i can do like a sp and they're like yeah sure that's fine do that <laughs> so the lady our main character is talking to her girlfriend who's like a real bitch the girlfriend's like you're such a dumb bitch <laughs> the main character is like don't don't Intro. say that like don't don't call me a dumb bitch and he's like there's this uh there's this guy that's giving out coke to any hot girls why don't you why don't you go get some coke because you're such a dumb bitch and she's like oh fine so <laughs> So she takes the guy, she goes to the guy and she's like, I want some Coke. And he's like, well, we can't do it here. Let's go back to your apartment. So she takes him back to the apartment and he doesn't have Coke, he has Quaaludes. And he like forces her to take a bunch of Quaaludes. Jesus. And so he can like rape her, but she's just like, oh, like I need, like it's gonna have to give me more quaaludes than that. Like this isn't my first rodeo cowboy. <laughs> and then he's like, like shoving quaaludes in her mouth. <laughs> and then, and the aliens are like watching this. And like when she's tripping on quaaludes, her body gives off more heat and stuff. And the aliens are all like, ooh. Like we assume from the <laughs> images we're shown, there's no like alien dialogue. There's no sound at Barely. all. Aliens there's are... really even like, they just show an empty really sky. <laughs> I mean, the sky's all purple. It's very visually pretty. Like, it's definitely worth seeing. Guy then leaves. She goes back pause, to the nightclub. Pause, pause, she... pause. Did yeah. he rape her? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, wait, you'll see. Like, it's, um, I wouldn't say it's mattered to the plot, but it's not, like, as Sickly. stupid as most movie rapes. So there's like a fashion show at the club that she goes to and there's all these fashion photographers there and they're like, oh, the best models at that fashion show were clearly this lady and this guy who looked the exact same. <laughs> um, we want to do a photo shoot of just you two and we'll do that tomorrow uh, if you guys know somewhere cool to do it. And so the drug dealer is like, we can do it at my apartment. It's huge. And she's there all the time because she's such a dumb bitch. <laughs> so they're like, okay. And then the male model guy's like, I'll do it if there's drugs. <laughs> and they're like, well, we'll have all the drugs. You can do so many drugs. <laughs> Every drug. <laughs> and so they go back to the apartment. Then it cuts to this couple 
and like a guy's kind of monologuing about how important drugs are to art while he's like shooting up and the girlfriend's like I don't want you to be doing heroin like don't do heroin and he's like oh you need drugs like drugs are so important uh, they're not an important part of the story. I don't, like, he comes back at one point. It really just seems like this is one of those movies but written by someone who doesn't really know how to write, like most first-time people. So like, they're just kind of like, here's a cool scene. I'll put that in. It doesn't matter. Those characters don't. Like, I'll just, I really want to have someone say this speech. So they put <laughs> it in. Now uh, we meet this German guy that shows up from the airport. Uh, and it's the most pre-9-11 thing I've ever seen. Because he goes to the top of the Empire State Building and then just sets up his own, like, <laughs> audio equipment. Oh my god. <laughs> like, and, um, <laughs> like, but not binocular, a telescope and, like, <laughs> listening device. And he's just, like, at the top, like, all everyone else is, like, out in the observation deck. He's just, like, twisting, like, dials and wires and shit. And everyone's just like, okay, whatever. You like, that's fine. That's duffel bag of wires and plugs and shit that you've got. He's a special telescope, and when he looks through it, he can see the alien spaceship. So he's looking for it. He's all about the alien spaceship. And then it comes to this, I hate this so much, it cuts to a scene where he's meeting with a friend of his from New York, and the entire scene is just a hit for him to explain, like, who he is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the whole thing is like, well, what have you been up to lately? Well, the reason I'm here is... Blah, blah, blah. But so the reason he's there is because uh, in Berlin... <laughs> shut up. Shouts, shouts Berlin. Uh, all these heroin addicts keep dying. And he's been trying to figure out why. From heroin. He stumbled across the existence of aliens. And he says that these aliens need heroin to survive in the way that we need water. <laughs> but they found out that if they don't just use heroin, if they wait until a human uses heroin and then they kill them in the weird alien way that they do, they get even more of the high juice because they get our opiate receptors as well as the heroin into their opiate receptors. Are they using if you're about to ask me a science-based question, how much heroin? <laughs> what, what is your question? You said that, that the person has to use the heroin first, right? Yeah. So they're using the blood. I mean, they literally zap the person and they disappear. So I don't know if they're using the blood. Oh, okay. He explains it through brain chemicals. Heard. So they seem to be doing something with the brain. He gives a whole speech about how opiate receptors work. Um, but so anyway, but anyway, the aliens know that he's onto them. Fucking aliens. So he, yeah. So he needs to watch them from afar. That's why he has all that special equipment <laughs> and stuff. Uh, but he wants to see if he can get closer. So the drug dealer and the lady are like out at a diner and it's more like weird, just 80s indie film dialogue like the the drug dealer gets this weird story about like her mom. She got like so crazy. She went, my mom went crazy and she was on the balcony and she just like whipped up her dress and just pissed off the balcony. It was so crazy. <laughs> and you're just watching it and you're just like, why is this in the, like none of this matters. <laughs> the movie has like this point of view it's trying to get across about like art and the nature of drugs and creativity and sexuality like but it, it, there's no way of saying all these things that it wants to say and it's chosen 
an alien movie to do it in. But so, and then we kind of like find out about the lady's upbringing, about how like, she's from Connecticut and she was supposed to be like a housewife and that's why she ran away to New York. because She doesn't know what she wants to do. And like the drug dealer's like, you think you're special? You're just like everyone else. And she's like, I know, I'm just like everyone else. And like, she has like a very Sid Vicious like delivery. Like everything's just kind of like, but so um, yeah she she they go back to her apartment again and uh she she because she's meeting with a friend of hers it's a professor that she used to know and so the drug dealer lady is like i don't like that friend of yours so i'm gonna go hang out with my drug dealer friends and we should move to berlin she says at one point she's like they'd love me in berlin She's talking with her professor friend on the balcony, and he's like, you know, everyone in your generation, you just, you don't stand for anything, you just do drugs. And she's like, you're generation two, but at least we know everything we're doing is fake, and at least we know we're wearing a costume, old man. <laughs> but um, so then he like makes a makes a move on her, and he he's like getting high and everything. He makes a move on her, and they have sex. And this is when the aliens realize that a human having sex gives off way more of what they want than a human that's getting high. Euphoria. So they kill they kill the professor while she's having while he's having sex with her. Wow. They shoot like this crystal thing into his head. And so there's like a great shot of her like pulling it out of his head. And it's like the most like Bill and Ted kind of crystal, like if you could picture like the like Superman um, cave, like <laughs> that night. kind of like super, like fine detailed crystal. And so he's dead in her apartment and she's just like, what? And then the crystal like disappears. I hit myself in the glasses just now. Yeah. Crystal disappears. And then the drug addict lady comes back and she's like, what happened? You killed this guy, you fucking freak. Let's fuck this dead body. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's yeah, and she's, body. <laughs> and she's like, no, we can't fuck this dead body. Like, you're gross. And she's like, I want to fuck the dead body. And she, like, gets on top of it. And she, uh, the, she pushes, yeah, she pushes the drug dealer off. She's like, I hate you. And she, like, pulls a knife on the drug dealer and, like, kind of stands up to her. And then the drug dealer's like, oh, why would you do that, babe? Like, it's just New York. Like, we, we are going to run away to Berlin. <laughs> and so they, they, they put the body in a bag and they put it outside in their little balcony area and so uh then the guy from the couple shows up and he the guy the guy who was monologuing about heroin <laughs> he shows up and he wants to get uh some heroin and she's like the drug dealer's like okay i'll give you some heroin but i hate you like you suck dude so don't stay here too long with all your doing heroin and then she leaves so then the guy is talking to the main character and he's like, you know, I'm not here to get heroin. I'm just here to get high and then we're going to fuck. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you're, you're only a lesbian because you never had a good fuck. And then like she does all of her um, like sit vicious stuff back. She's like, you don't even like have a dick, dude. Blah, blah, blah. And so then he rapes her. Oh, no. But oh the aliens. But the aliens now want sex people, so they then kill him. Sex people. And so now she's had two people die while having sex with her. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And then she goes outside, and we don't see it, but presumably she sees the aliens because she starts talking to them. <laughs> and she's like, well, well, like, you guys can't. Because they're following her. You guys, so. can't, 
you can't be killing people. Like, what am I gonna do? And then so the aliens then make his body disappear. Oh. And so that's... she's like, thank you. Like, thank you, aliens. Like, this is, <laughs> this is so great. Yeah, he was and a rapist. So, <laughs> so then, oh, keep in mind, I hope you guys didn't forget about German guy. So no. German guy is now, uh, there's an apartment complex that's like across the street from their apartment complex. And he's trying to get inside. He's like, I need to, there are aliens. I need to get into the aliens. <laughs> and like, you're, not, you're not getting in here, dude. So then this like woman is coming home and she's like, why are you, what do you want? And he's like, I need the aliens. <laughs> and so immediately she she's like smitten with this weird raving German lunatic. And she's like, well, why don't you just come upstairs to my apartment and we can, you know, talk about aliens or whatever. So they go upstairs, she's a reporter. And she's like, I, I've always wanted to do a new story about aliens. And he's like, it's a real alien. And he like talks about all the, the heroin shit. And he's like, that's why I'm here with my special telescope. Like we can watch them. And he sets up his telescope and he's like, look through, what do you see? And she looks through and she's like, it's just a dead body. <laughs> and he looks through and he's like, and he's like, oh no, the girls are in trouble. <laughs> so, what girls? The, the drug addict, uh, the drug dealer, the character. The character, yeah. The only women in the story, Devante, what do you mean, what girls? So then you remember they were gonna do the photo shoot the next day? So it's now the next day, so all the photo shoot people come. So much happened, all... so much happened in such and a small this one time. <laughs> next so day. So all the photo shoot people are there now. It's, it's still day two, because the, they said they were gonna do a photo shoot the next day because they wanted the boy and the girl. I, I forgot a scene. So the boy, we see him like having lunch with his mom. And she's like, is there any, like at a nice restaurant. She's like, you were such a good boy. Like, you're still a good boy. And he's like, oh, mom, I just need some money for drugs. <laughs> and it, again, there's no reason for it to be played by the same person. So much drugs. But it is. So much drugs. And, so, and there's more drugs now because now they're doing the photo shoot. And now like, he's there. So he's like, oh, I was promised drugs. And they're like, well, let's all do drugs. So everyone in the party's doing drugs, uh, except for the main character who's like, I don't want to do drugs. And she's a little freaked out by <laughs> the murders she presumably is dealing with. And so they're doing a photo shoot and the guy and the girl are like, don't like each other. And so the guy's just insulting her and he's like, you're so ugly, you dumb bitch. And the, <laughs> super, and the, the drug dealer is like, yeah, you are an ugly, dumb bitch. And everyone's like, she is an ugly, dumb bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> And like they're interviewing her and they're like, why do you think you're like interesting? Because you wear weird clothes and stuff. And she's like, I don't think I'm interesting. I think I'm boring like everybody else. And then so they're all like, I think this boy is so interesting and this girl is so boring, even though they look the same. And you know, gender is so stupid. And we, sh we should do a photo shoot of just them switching clothes and doing whatever. And um, at the end they should fuck. And everyone's like, yeah, they should fuck. Let's film them fucking. Everyone's like, they should fuck. And the, the guy is like, no, I don't, I don't want to fuck. I just want to do drugs. And then so the girl like gets in his in his face, and she's she's like, yeah, you know, I'll I'll fuck you, you stupid little shit. I hope this is the. By the way, I just want to point out that I hope this is the first my neighbors have ever heard my voice. <laughs> it's just this one-sided conversation that they can't hear through my headphones. So she then goes down on her knees and blows the guy, which is her, keep in mind, the actor that's playing both parts. So she like blows him and he's, he's like all uncomfortable. He's like, uh, 
and then he disappears. Then the aliens take him. Oh my god! And so everyone in the room's like, oh, "Check outside. Is he there?" And they check outside. And like, there's, no, there's, there's no one here. What's going on? And then she starts going around. She's like, "My c word is kills people. Like I kill people with my c word." I won't say it. Wait, so you can say. Bitch, but you can't right. say that. Bitch, you don't, I don't like. I don't like. I don't like the c word. I'm not British. All the listeners, Sean can't say cunt. All right. I I will not say it. Uh, and I'll say pretty much anything. It seems he says but fuck so, shit, uh, bitch. <laughs> but not cunt. So everyone's like, "What are you talking about, lady?" And she's like, "Let's go, let's all go dancing. Let's go to the club." And let's let's all do a bunch of drugs. <laughs> so they all like go back to the nightclub. Um, she finds the rapist guy from the beginning, and she goes up to him and she's like, "I want to fuck. Like, let's go back to my apartment." And he's like, and "He by by the way, he came back to the club. Like, dude, Berlin, yeah." So she takes this is New York. Oh, worse. So then she takes them back to her, she takes him back to her apartment, and he's like, "You're not mad that I like rape you?" And she's like, "No, baby. Like, I'll fucking show you." And so she like has sex with him, and then the aliens kill him too. And she's like, "Yeah, like I'm gonna kill everybody." And then uh, the German guy's watching this, and he's like, "Oh, it's a girl. I need to help the girl." And he like comes into her apartment, and he's like, "I know everything. Like I can help you. You don't realize the aliens." And so she's like, "I know what I'm doing. Like this is the freest I've ever been." And then she kills the German guy. Jesus He stabs him. She's on heroin, right? <laughs> and the aliens, like, she's on fucking everything. Um, <laughs> but then the aliens, like, disappear. And she's like, what? No, aliens, uh, come back. So then she takes this mask thing that's been on the wall that is where her girlfriend hides all the heroin. She takes all the heroin. She injects all of the heroin so that she's going to have, like, this super high and then the aliens take her too and everyone watches as the aliens go away and then that's that's the movie that's liquid sky wait do they take her they yeah. do take her okay. at the end at the end they take her wow whoa i liked it a lot three very different <laughs> i gave it a four three i gave it a four out of five four out of five i gave it a four out of five i liked it a lot but it's definitely something you have to like want all the pieces of because it is very like the lighting's questionable, the sound quality isn't great, the dialogue is what it is. But like, if you want a movie of the time, like it's it's exactly what you want. I really liked it. I would watch That's it again. Hilarious. It sounds like that, that is heroin involved and <laughs> rape. <laughs> Numerous accounts of yeah, rape yeah. and heroin. Yeah, makes a movie. Very eighties. <laughs> very eighties. Men just taking what they want, yo. Mm -hmm. And then aliens just taking what they want. Oh, the always. Oh, aliens always take what they want. The Germans. <laughs> Trying to help. <laughs> Helpful Germans. Oh, and, and I, I don't think I made this clear, but like the entire time that we have the German guy at that woman's house, he's like explaining, he's like, you know, the science of orgasms are very strong. And the woman's like, orgasms, huh? What about multiple? And you're just like, why is she interested in this guy at all? <laughs> like. He literally showed up, is spouting about aliens. The first time she met him, he had all this equipment. It was like, I need to get on the roof. 
<laughs> Why you come to oh. her apartment? Because <laughs> she's across the street from the where the spaceship landed. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That movie it was sounds wild as fuck, and it is wild hope, as fuck. I hope to get you two to watch it. Maybe I might watch it tonight. But that's what I saw. <laughs> that's what I, I watched. Watch it tonight. Let me. And I'm see. definitely. What did you watch? I don't now? think I'm gonna watch. I watch. I have it on my Plex, oh, so okay. you guys can access it on there. I'm probably gonna watch the trailer for that Charlie Sheen thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I definitely, I definitely want it. At least I want. I hope the kids in it. I hope the trailer definitely has some legs twisting, <laughs> which would presumably make them faster or whatever. I don't know. It does not look. It's such a weird. It does not look like it makes any sense. It's such a weird design. For aliens to have because that's that's been on. Have you ever seen? I should have watched Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> I've seen that before. I don't know if you've seen that, I've but seen it, yeah. I have. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like very triumphant, but like no. <laughs> My letterbox review of it's just how could you fuck that up when all I wanted was Cowboys and Aliens, <laughs> and yet <laughs> literally somehow. Or I am Devante. I'm Sean. I'm Kelsey. Thank you for <laughs> listening to us ramble on about movies. This was Movies at Friends. And uh, we'll hopefully have another one uh, this month at some point, try and put out two. We'll give you the content you want on movies that you might not watch.